I'm not doing any Black Friday or Cyber Monday sales off Mongrove strategy retainers. As if y'all care. As if anyone was asking for me to tell them that. Rest assured, the price is the price. But what I will say is if you are an emerging brand who is not dependent on volume and want six to eight figure clients working with you, trust me, discounts are not the tactic to use. Hear me out. If you have to discount a high ticketed offer down like 25% to 75% off, how in the world do you expect to actually make six to eight figures? Again, if you aren't a B2C or a D2C, a business-to-consumer or direct-to-consumer type brand that's focusing on volume, upsells, and subscriptions. The truth of the matter is you probably won't. Listen, listen. If they show up only because you had a discount, they were never going to pay you at your price. They were never going to pay you at full price. These are things to think about. Are you using the right tactics that aligns with the actual audience you want to attract? of consumers expect brands to promote diversity and inclusion in their online advertising and messaging. So how does one get started with inclusive language for their brand? How do you start creating content that creates a culture of belonging? Inclusion and Marketing, hosted by Sonia Thompson, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Inclusion and Marketing digs deep into principles like belonging, customer experience, and diversity to equip you to embrace and authentically practice inclusive marketing. As a result, you and your teams will be poised to win the attention, adoration, and loyalty of a broader group of consumers who feel like they belong with you. Listen to Inclusion and Marketing wherever you get your podcasts. Once you get to a certain point in your business, I don't got time to explain why I exist, who I serve. Folks should know by now, that's the dude you call when you need growth strategy. Full stop. That's the guy you call when you need content marketing services if you're a tech or B2B firm trying to add another zero or zeros as a six, seven, eight, nine figure tech or B2B organization working at no middle. That's the dude you call when you want a keynote speaker who's coming from a diverse cultural background in articulation of marketing or strategy or motivation or marketing or other subsets. That's the person you contact who wrote Strategize Up. Like, we sow these seeds into social media, into SEO, into our website, into our branding, into our culture, into communities to build our network, to build our authority up in such a way when the problem strikes I have someone on the top of mind and ask yourself, are you in the top of mind of those individuals? And if you're not, how do we get ourselves and position ourselves to be in that way with the people you're trying to connect with? And if it's about money, discounts ain't going to help you if you are particularly in a service-based, heavy B2B, you're working with higher ticketed organizations and you're providing a higher ticketed offer. Are you following me? The reality is, Your ideal audience 
shouldn't need a price reduction to jump because price was never an issue. You see, for me, I know in my heart, in my soul, the data tells me, the marketplace tells me, the demand tells me I solve a big enough problem to not discount. I don't have to resort to beginner tactics or B2C tactics to just get volume because I'm at a place where I don't need a ton of volume. I just need the right clients who are going to pay me what I want and simultaneously I can help serve them the best. We have a great relationship. It's a great retainer. It lasts however long it needs to last. I do good work. They can maybe refer a new business to me and we're at that certain level of price and understanding. I don't have time to jump through a million hoops to see what did I promise so-and-so's price and why am I doing the same for someone else at a fraction of the cost and my business tanks because I don't have enough funds, enough cash flow, enough profitability on my side of the table. So two things you need to understand. One, are you using tactics that are beneath the price point you need to obtain? And I know that might feel like a cut. It might hurt a little, but it's the truth. The second thing, which is going to make all this work, does the problem that you solve Is it big enough? And do you have conviction that it is? Because your thing is, (laughs) this is where a lot of founders, a lot of startups, a lot of entrepreneurs struggle, and even scale-ups in certain capacities struggle in this particular thing. We are conditioned to see the volume game. And when we don't see the volume of inquiries or leads coming in, what do we do? We get nervous. Things get awkward. And we're just like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's next, right? And so we struggle with that. It's hard. It's difficult. It's challenging. But you know what? I'd rather have less inquiries that are duds that were never going anywhere and have more of key individuals who are ready to go. Even if that means my lead volume of leads drops in half, but my closing rate goes from 20% to 65 or 70%. To me, that's a better time saving and situation for my sales team and myself than if it's all these leads and nothing closes at the end of the month. How demoralizing is that? Especially if the sales team is very still tied to commission or they're really pushing for bonuses. We have to look at this from a molecular level. What tactics are we doing? Discount may be the easiest tactic to do, but does it appeal? If someone's trying to give me a heavily discounted Apple phone, the newest one on the market, I'm skeptical. Is it real? Is the value really there? Is there something wrong with it? Why? Because they don't do that. <laughs> you paying full price. Now, yeah, obviously they have Christmas and all that different stuff, but you get my point. If Tesla, if Lamborghini, if Louis Vuitton just start doing massive discounts, I'm going to think it's a fake. But that's just in consumption. If we're dealing with services, I don't want someone to say the value price is $5,000, but all you have to pay is $6.99. Either you're just new in business or you're desperate for money. And in both cases, most clientele don't want that type of drama. They want stability. They want assurity. They want premium. And does that communicate premium? We have to know who we're talking to. We have to know what marketing tactic is actually effective to the individual that we really want to work with us. And we have to be comfortable, go back to my episode 26, in disqualifying those who aren't and not take it personal. 
I'd rather people go to the website. If you go to, so again, I'm, I'm the COO at No Middle. And if you go to nomiddle.com, it's a very blunt and forward-thinking, straightforward website. The copy is very bold, very confident, and it is what it is. The truth and the reality of it all. We get so many compliments about, wow, this is so refreshing. And everyone who sends us these types of communication are people who could be potential customers of ours. Now, there could be hundreds of hundreds of hundreds, if not thousands of people go to that website and they're like, I can't afford these individuals. I'm not feeling bad or am I mad or am I sad, (laughs) alliteration here, if someone disqualifies themselves from the conversation. We should want that, right? We shouldn't want to have to deal with an endless sea of counties booked up asking us the basic question of, so what do you do? Can you explain what you do? How do you help? What's the cost? How does this work? I'm not talking about onboarding and giving a a, a simple synopsis of confirming of what they think on the website or things like that. I'm talking about just people in general, just you're wasting my time. And in the same way, I'm wasting your time. We do things a certain way. And if you don't like that, tough cookies. It's time for effortless growth on TikTok. Optimize your TikTok marketing strategy with video scheduling and auto-publishing, comments management, and easy-to-read reports through Agorapulse. Agorapulse's TikTok integration makes it easy to create, schedule, and auto-publish all your TikTok content all in one place. Get a holistic overview of all your content in their publishing calendar. Seamlessly collaborate with your team on TikTok content with real-time collaboration tools. Track your vital TikTok stats like video views and likes and shares and follower rates. Moderate and manage all your TikTok comments within Agora Pulse. And quickly gather feedback from internal and external stakeholders thanks to approval workflows and processes regarding TikTok. Listen, we all know TikTok is the future. We all know many brands, many B2B brands, many agencies are still trying to figure out how to implement TikTok in a more structured way in the vastness of their social media marketing strategy and growth plans. Well, having a tool that allows you to schedule the content, track the content, and analyze and evaluate what content is working is what Agora Pulse will help you do. Ultimately, you can grow your business on TikTok with Agora Pulse. It's time to take action. No more excuses about why you're not investing on TikTok. You can go to social.agorapulse.com slash findtroy to get two free months trial of Agora Pulse on me. And that also includes 30 days implementing a TikTok strategy on Agora Pulse. I'm just going to say it this way, and I'm saying this with all the love in the universe. Stop being a hoarder of leads. Stop being a hoarder that if your calendar isn't full of people who downloaded your ebook or PDF or giveaway or whatever, you're not engaging actively in sales. That tells me you haven't done enough of the deep work to confirm what do we need to achieve every single month. And in theory, the previous month work should be made manifest in the next month. 
The previous month's work and sales effort and marketing efforts should reveal themselves in the current month. And the work in this current month should reveal itself in the next month. If you're working month to month, literally within the same confines of the month, that you need to achieve a certain amount of number of actual conversions, that's a tough situation for any business. So we have to evolve our marketing and sales tactics. We have to expand our timeline and projections. We have to hone in on our KPIs and our milestones. We have to be very meticulous about who our audience is, not just in bringing them to the site and reading and then joining. No, I need to be able to also articulate who I don't serve. And y'all can stay at the door. Y'all can window shop all day long and not waste my time coming into the store and asking me the obvious question that we both know after a few questions that you can't afford me or I'm not the right fit or this is not what we do. You're in the wrong area. You're in the wrong type of situation. We don't provide that offering. And so I'm hoping that we come to an understanding that we shouldn't immediately jump to what's easy because typically what it seems the easiest and trying to get volume of people inquiring is going to actually cause us to waste more time re-articulating something that we could have just done in a video and or we're too afraid to let go and allow people to disqualify themselves. Imagine, think of all the sales conversations you've had in the last 90 days. How many of them closed? If it's not at least 40% or more, I know, and that's, that's subjective, depending on the type of industry and business you're in, 30%, 25%, 19%, even 9% might be phenomenal, might be big money. I just threw out a number based off certain scenarios and things. But anyway, regardless of the percentage, if you could cut half of all the folk who was a waste of your time and spend that time refining sales or double down in marketing or having another person or more effort and energy on other sales calls, maybe they would have closed faster in the sales pipeline. Maybe they would have paid for more of your offerings or paid for a longer term deal, all because you saved time talking to individuals who were a waste of your time. And I mean that with the most due respect. Time management is very critical in business. Efficiency, cost effectiveness, it all matters. It all plays a part. And so I don't want to cut more of my profitability by offering a discount in a situation and in an industry and in a business model that means I'm not really going to make it back times plus for actual profit. Do the deep work. Determine the hard numbers you need to hit every year, every quarter, every month. There's a reason for our startups and emerging brands and businesses out there. There's a reason a lot of these big organizations look at things from a annual, quarterly, monthly, and even a weekly mannerism. We need to be held accountable to grow. Everyone who doesn't want to say they're not obsessed with sales and want to talk about community only and not at the asterisk of we're a business, community is a key part in nurturing what we have and maintaining what we have and could be an additional marketing or sales resource to provide referrals or help eliminate some of the friction in the decision maker's mind to buy. But we need sales to stay in business. And are you doing the deep work to actually do that? There's a difference between landing 
a new client and landing the client. And the difference between both is simply relationships. I want to take a quick minute to talk about the other relationship in customer relationship management. You know, the one where you have with the CRM platform, the one that should make your life better and easier and more efficient, but instead can leave you feeling confused and frustrated. Well, let me introduce you to HubSpot, the CRM platform that honestly is ridiculously easy to use, to learn, and to love. HubSpot is a powerful system designed for the way you actually work with tools that help connect your teams and data so everyone is on the same page with customizable hubs and tools that you can add or subtract as you grow. HubSpot is ready to help you and your teams find true lasting CRM love. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. People are using the wrong tactics for their audience, and they wonder why they aren't getting business. You can't use baby formula to feed a grown person. In the same way, these baby business tactics that seem so genius probably aren't the ones to use because you saw them right away, and it doesn't align with the bigger fish. It's more complicated than that. Make sure your moves match desired outcomes. Make sure your marketing matches desired outcomes. Make sure your positioning and your pricing matches your desired outcomes. 40% off, 50% off, 60% off, 80% off will not attract six, seven, eight plus figure deals. It won't. But it will attract what it attracts. And if that works for your business, because you're tight for cash, Proceed. But if you know in your heart, it's not. And the data suggests it's not. The marketplace will tell you it's not. And you're just throwing anything against the wall and seeing what sticks because you really need a win in your pipeline, even though this win is a fraction of what you actually need it to be. You might need to rethink your growth strategy and your sales positioning and probably your entire business infrastructure when it comes to articulating what you do to a specific audience. You know, I've been spending a lot of time taking inventory on where my time, my energy, my efforts, my money, and my thinking goes to. As a founder of one company, as a founding executive on another company, a creator and doing this podcast, as a speaker, as an author, there's a lot of different hats that I wear daily for me to achieve the goals that I want to achieve. Troy must become more efficient. And some of that efficiency is not in working endless hours. It's saying no more. It's saying no to the things that aren't critical to the primary objectives. Now, when you're early on in your business or you're in a transition, there's so much resistance in saying no because we've been taught forever to say yes. And if we say no, 
people are going to look at us wrong and we're going to lose out on opportunities. If I don't have the capacity to take on more work at a certain price, because I'm trying to take on work at a newer price, I need to get over, stop feeling guilty of telling someone no that I may like, that I probably can't help, but they can't pay me what I need at this new price. That's not my problem. I can refer them to other organizations or individuals who can serve them, maybe more on their price range. And I get it. You build relationships. For me, I'm a sucker for when someone tells me their story, I immediately go into growth help mode. And to help me kind of control my empathy, my empathetic heart, questionnaire. Fill out this five-point questionnaire. Based off that, Troy, you can't serve them. Or Troy, they can't afford you. Or Troy, their deadlines, their timeline isn't in line with what you're trying to do. Or Troy, maybe the price is great, but it's too much work for me to handle right now. Don't engage. Sorry, I can't serve you right now. Or sorry, right now this is going to work out, but maybe in the future. Or here's a few referrals that may can help you. Like I said early on in this episode, we have to be comfortable enough to say no. We have to be comfortable enough to hold ourselves accountable to achieve certain levels of growth and to not distract ourselves from putting all this effort and energy in things that don't serve our primary focus and goals. Time management, project management, very critical. I keep going back to these four currencies, time, money, knowledge, and skill. Maybe you don't have enough sales skill or maybe you don't have enough marketing skill, but you know your industry. You can counter with enough time and or money to pay someone to help you do certain things, give you the structure, or pay someone to do it for you, or have someone on retainer to just manage it for you, or obviously bring on someone as a contractor, a freelancer, or an employee to help you. But people act like these obstacles that are massive, which have a power level of over 9,000, think a discount, which has a power level of 300, (laughs) is going to take down this other obstacle that's a power level of 9,000. That's how you look. Last time I checked, nobody wanted to be Krillin. Everybody wanted to be Goku. Everybody wanted to go Super Saiyan. So if you want to go Super Saiyan in your business and not be a Krillin, not be weak, go over 9,000. Sounds like you need to improve and activate more appropriate marketing and sales tactics. Sounds like you need to mature internally of how you manage your projects, your time, your sales pipeline, your branding, your messaging, your positioning, your content marketing, your overarching business operation structure. And this is where people feel uncomfortable because this is where I like to talk about all the time. People don't do enough introspection. We do enough investigation on what we think we need to do to achieve, who we serve. We don't do enough introspection to identify our weaknesses and our strengths, but also introspection regarding how did we internally process what has occurred? What do we say to ourselves when someone doesn't say yes to our project, to our product, to our service, to our deliverable, to our offer? And what do we tell our team if we have one? Is it projecting reality or is it a certain tone or mannerism of a way or a perception, if you will, that is not fully baited in truth. It's kind of baited in a little over zeal of optimism and not enough realism in the communication efforts. Or it could be the complete opposite. There is no optimism 
And you probably need to have some. Maybe you're too strict on your team. Maybe you're too obsessed with revenue goals. Maybe you're pushing your sales team too hard, which when you're meeting the ideal client, the emotion, the energy is not there because you created a stress-induced environment and make them so obsessed over a certain amount of money. They ask the first question they may ask someone, what's your budget? Which turns off everybody. Get me warmed up first. It's understanding people. It's behavior science people. So I said all that to say, and for you to understand, and for you to process, and for you to activate on, use the appropriate marketing sales tactics that align with the people you want to attract, and be willing to have the certain copy structures in place so that people can disqualify themselves, and that the easiest marketing solutions that we may have used when we are starting off in our business, aren't going to be the same solutions as we grow. Every new level of growth requires a certain level of training and updating our systems to look at things from a different perspective than when we looked at before. That allows us to create the environment, improve the capacity, develop our operations and everything around it so we can go from a level 300 to over 9,000. So we can get those bigger fish. So we can win the bigger clients, the bigger opportunities to go from five to six or six to seven or seven, eight, move that zero one more to the right. That requires you to level up and not resort to what seems the easiest and obvious choice and in actuality isn't serving your business at all. Not any marketing or sales tactic will do. The right sales and marketing tactics working in harmony together with an optimized system to handle the capacity that you need to handle is what's going to be the starting point to winning this type of business. Think on that. And you know what? If you're listening still, tag me on Twitter, maybe some questions or follow-up questions or thoughts you may have had about this episode. Because I'm moving into a certain direction where I really want to get honed in on answering and giving value to people where they are at the most. And that would tell me where everyone is in this particular episode. Where are you in your business? What additional zero are you chasing after? What are you struggling with? What is preventing you from growing at the pace or at the level or at the profitability that you would like? And ask yourself, have you done the deep work to address the things you need to do to modify? It's not always the marketplace. It's not always things out of our control. Sometimes it's all because we didn't do everything within our power to get those sales and get those conversions. And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Digress. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Troy on social media? You can find him on all platforms at Find Troy. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you're listening. Looking for a marketing strategist to build the structure, strategies, and systems you need to get the success you want and the ROI you desire in your business? Book a discovery call to talk with Troy at findtroy.com. And as Troy's philosophy goes, imagination is the engine, content is the fuel, social media is the highway, marketing is the roadmap, sales is the destination, culture is the GPS. Thanks for listening. Yeah.